Welcome to Wealth Academy Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to listen to this dynamic and insightful podcast with host Paul Lawrence Van. Paul and his guests provide content-rich information that will enhance your knowledge. Enjoy this episode. Good day, everyone. My name is Paul Lawrence Van, and of course, I host this podcast, amazing podcast, Wealth Academy Podcast. Wealth is more than just money. And today we'll be talking about something that is worth more than money because we have an amazing guest by the name of Jose Pereira. Uh, he's our honored guest. And I looked at his backstory of what his experience has been like over the last several years, and I had to bring him on. I want to welcome him now. Then I'll go over his bio just a bit and we'll get started. Jose, how are you doing today, my friend? Thank you very much for having me in your wonderful program. Thank you very much. Fantastic. I'm glad to have you here. And as I mentioned before, Jose is an amazing man. First of all, we're going to start there. He and I have a lot in common. He's in oil and gas. I was in oil and gas. He was with Citco. In fact, he was the CEO and uh, he was part of a experience that none of us ever want to have to go through. He's a coach. He's an author. He's also a professional speaker. And we'll get into that a little bit later. I don't want to tell his story because a man who went through this experience, I'm going to have him tell you about this story. So welcome, Jose. And let's let's get started, my friend. Uh, Jose, the question I have for you is let's talk a little bit about the pre-experience that you had. How did you come along in terms of getting involved in the oil and gas business and rising to the top like you did with Citco as a CEO? Uh, please share that with us. Well, you know, I, I'm I'm Venezuelan born. I began reading okay. back to 1985 in Venezuela in the oil and gas in Venezuela, the state oil company called PDVSA. Okay. Uh, by that time, PDVSA was the fifth uh, company, the oil and gas in the world. So yeah. we're back it in was. the days, was the biggest oil company of the world. So it was a privilege that I began working there. And by the way, I was the third generation because my grandfather, oh, my father wonderful. was there. So we had like a 100 years of tradition in my family. Yeah. So I began my long career there. I began to go through a lot of uh, uh, international ventures, PDVSA with several uh, international companies. I can name it with BP, Conoco, Exxon, Chevron, uh, uh, any from Italy, Statoil, Total, a lot of international ventures. And uh -huh. at the end of my career, I was transferred here to the U.S. I live here in Houston. Okay. I completed my career path, and finally, I I, I finally became the CEO of of uh, of the Cinco Petróleo, that is the right. U.S. based yes. uh, company of PDVSA. Yeah. So that's my career. Oh, that is wonderful. And uh, for the people who are not used to oil and gas, we just want to let them know it's a big business, people. <laughs> it's a great business, in fact. And uh, Jose, like I said, we have that in common. And I worked at a mobile chemical company in Beaumont, Texas, in Houston, up through the Houston shipyards up there. We have a lot of offices up there, too. So it's a really wonderful business to be in. And Jose, he really spanned it. Uh, that industry, becoming the CEO of Sitco Petroleum, that's not a small deal, people. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. So we're talking the hero aspect. Of course, what we're talking about is from hero to villain, and we're going to transition till we get to the other side. But for right now, we're just going over uh, the, S the background 
of Jose, which is really extraordinary all in, in itself. So uh, let's look at um, what transition at that point in time where you were doing your due diligence, you were working and you ran. And so now we want to share about the setback that you had in life that resulted in your comeback today. If you could share about how all that all came about for you and the other uh, the five people that were with you. Well, and let me tell you, you, you get very straight to that why my title of the book, because yeah. that is exactly why I put it from hero to villain, because that right. part is my hero part. Yes. Now I'm going to go to my villain part. Yeah. I, I And I'm going to say why the villain part, because okay. it was November 2017. Okay. I, I was ready. First, I was ready to get retired after my 35 year uh -huh. one. One month before, I got approved to get my retirement in February of 2018. So four months before my retirement, days before Thanksgiving, I was I, I was ready to have my, my Thanksgiving and my mindset was ready to get retired and become a consultant. That was my my, my uh -huh. never happened. Why? Because I was in a in a movie with my with my wife that day. Sure. I was I was looking a movie. And I received a phone call. He was my boss. Uh -huh. Said, "Hey, you have to come tomorrow to Caracas to a, a, a budget meeting." Yeah. Okay, that was normal thing to me. November uh -huh. the season, you know. Yeah, you still had a few months left on the on the clock. And and, and I told my wife, uh, "Okay, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna yeah. be back tomorrow because we had a corporate plane. I was flying to Caracas and the yeah. other coming back, and I was done." Yeah. Well, that resulted to be a big settlement because. Going a, a little bit uh, 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 um, before, uh -huh. like six months before that situation, sure. the administration that, that, that was here in the U.S. was trying to force the change of regime in Venezuela because Venezuela has a yeah. very bad regime. It's right. still in place, by the way. Uh -huh. and, and, and they were imposing a lot of sanctions, similar yeah. to the one that is happening now with Russia, Russia and Ukraine. Very similar sanctions. Uh -huh. to, to, to the country, to personalities, to uh, an oil ban, all of that protocol of sanctions. Uh -huh. I never thought that something that was beyond thing right. go to government could affect yeah, the two. You, you didn't have anything to do with that. That was made at a higher level. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we, we were six executives that flew to a business trip to yeah. a meeting, and that's it. Well, we were caught in the middle of that thing. These guys took that crazy thing they take us as hostage and, yeah. and begin to leverage us for for to the first thing that when we knew that this guy was trying to leverage us to uh -huh. get the sanctions off we said what what the heck the first thing that you you deny the thing because i i today i talk about this in, in my in my coaching that our yeah. life appears Suddenly, you never know when it appears that the first yeah. reaction will deny it. No, this is not happening to me. So right. that was the first reaction. This is uh -huh. not. And when uh, we were we were caught with a uh, counterintelligence pol uh, military police because it was military police, and uh -huh. they put us in a military basement in yeah. a three floors down basement. Wow! In a place that very ground. And that first stage for us was a 10-month confinement. That wow. My first 10 months was in that basement wow. without no communication. I didn't have no clue 
what was going on because I lost uh, uh, all contact with oh, my family. I was literally kidnapped. And, and, um, and the situation was really bad, as I told you. In, in, that, in that period, we were starving. We were starving. Right. We didn't have food, uh -huh. anything. I lost 100 pounds. Wow. So, in the first year? The first year was terrible. It really wow. was terrible. Now, tell the people how many total days that you were hostage. To me, that is just unbelievable. We stayed five years. We stayed five years. The official count, count was 1,775 days. Five years. Wow. Five years because this became a high negotiation between the two countries. And, and wow. these guys were asking everything for, to, to get us released. And it was like a lot of back and forward, back and forward, back and, and the situation lasted five years. It was a five years. Oh, so that came out to how many days? 1,775 days. Wow, that's a long time. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so at some point you were able to get some food at some point, were you were able to communicate with your wife and some of the others as well. Uh, how did how did this come about with the food? Okay, let me let, let me how the situation evolved because as I said, I lasted ten months in that very confined place. Uh -huh. it, they they called it the submarine because okay. it was like living in a submarine. It was a confined. Sure. Yeah. It was a it's like a, a, a um, you know a, a tank farm. Yeah, like a tank farm. It's like a tank farm. It's like, yeah. Inside the time frame, literally, because yeah. there was no window, uh -huh. there was no fresh air, there was no running water, so it was really, really, really a bad thing to be there. Yeah. Okay, so so we we learned after some time that the the thing went so bad between the relation between the two countries right. that the Venezuelan government expelled the U.S. ambassador. When you yeah. go to expelling ambassador, it's because the things are really going bad. There's so, no communication. They expelled the U.S. ambassador, and and when we learned about that, we, we were going crazy because we thought that we were totally left behind. Yeah. Well, the thing that, that now I'm aware because I know what what happened is that our, our family we, we were six guys, right. the family got together, and then from day one they began to work with the U.S. Uh, government. The U.S. Yeah. government was attending them since day one. They uh -huh. were meetings with the State Department. We, they, they went two uh -huh. times to the White House, by the way. Okay. And they were being uh, actively working with a congressman. There were several congressmen from Houston and uh -huh. Louisiana, because one of the guys was from Louisiana, and the other five of us were from here from Houston. So right. they, they, they began to have the, all these conversations. But but the, the, the thing is that the instruction they were receiving is, please, stay quiet. Quiet. We're going to do a soft negotiation. Right. That, Really, really, to tell you the truth, a mistake. And today, I tell the families, uh -huh. don't stay quiet. Right. Go to it's the visible. Planet. It's visible. Because that, that being quiet uh, meant mean to us one year lost there. Because right. they, they one year lost, quiet, and nobody knew. We were totally lost in translation. Yeah. Yeah. So, so and, I and, and the interesting thing is that all all six of you were American citizens. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Yeah, so you yes. were citizens. Yes, yes. But, but you were citizens, yeah. The way that the, the, this works is because this is called a hostage diplomacy. Right. It's a very refined technique to do diplomacy. Uh -huh. Using leverage human beings, normal right. human beings, that because can be anybody. 
having the wrong passport in the wrong place in the wrong so so what happened is that uh, because there was no ambassador so what this government decided is to begin to triangulate with other uh, peers so the first triangulation was done with the un okay and flew to venezuela when we knew that the un because they came to visit to us so when we we received the, the commission of the UN, so we knew that the, the things were moving. Okay, the UN went to the Venezuelan government and said, "Hey, these guys are gonna die." When they saw it, they were scared. When they saw we were like in a concentration camp, wow. but really in bad conditions. We were wow. really in bad conditions, and and these guys uh, they made a big pressure. Mm-hmm. So they uh, allowed us to begin to bring food from outside. Sure. Our families had to bring the food. So look what my family had to do. My family, my eldest son, had uh-huh. to flew to Colombia. He wow. moved to live to Colombia, to Bogota. He sure. stayed four years in Bogota, supplied me the food. So sure. every week he was like doing the grocery, sent right. it to Venezuela. He was sending medicine. Oh. I had somebody in Venezuela that took the food, prepared it, sent it to me. Was a total logistic. Was a, they yeah, were so he was advocating, advocating for you as a the so son. Family right. totally, all the six families were totally, they put their life in pause during five years, right. taking care. Like my wife says, says today, she was trying to give me at least quality of life. Exactly. Uh, and they allow us to do it. At the beginning, it was like a one day in a week. Then they sure. began to relax two days in a week. At some point, we were receiving food every day. Right. So th- for me, doing that, because in 2018, if you go back to the press, the sure. situation in Venezuela began to be very bad because the sanctions were affecting right. the people. Hard. So there was lack of food and medicine in the whole country. Right. There was a national blackout. Oh, it was yeah. a mess. The, 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 the country was yeah. really mess. And we were in that in, 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 in that situation there. Right. So, <laughs> so you wrote you wrote your wife how many letters over the over that well, period of time? That's the way I begin to write the letter because I, I, when 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 I begin to receive this food, uh-huh. I had to return the trash cans because they they, they were uh, you know cleaning and returning right. back. So I begin to do like a double bo- bottom. Right. And into smuggler letters with a, I, I, I found out how to get a pen right. with a, and the napkin saying any piece of sometimes books that I, I, I tear pieces uh, piece off. off. I begin to write letters. Yeah. I, begin, I, I took that risk because let me tell you, I, I today am really conscious that I was really thinking that I could die. So I said, yeah, well, absolutely. Leave a legacy that my wife know what, what happened here. So uh-huh. we, writing this letter and my wife began to reply to me uh-huh. so we went to do it like every two days sure. and we stayed doing that during three years <laughs> wow you did like a thousand letters we did one thousand letters yeah wow. when I, came back, I, I was surprised because i i was not taking the camera i was sure. sending, receiving sending receiving because i was sending and receiving and so i received the letter i re, I, I read it and i teared it and, and threw the letter so i never kept mm-hmm. the letters right. but my wife had the letters here Yes. So she began to keep them and begin to put it in word. I don't know why she did that, but she began to put it in word. Wisdom. She's so wise. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I can tell you, my wife is my hero. (laughs) Absolutely, my true hero. So when I came back, I already had those letters. 
in, in, in Word. So what I did is I sit down with her uh -huh. and that, that's the way I, my book came. It's yeah. my, so my, 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 you know, my publisher, she said that this is like a Anna Frank diary type. Oh yeah, absolutely. It sure is. I, I, I was not aware why, but you know, I think it's yeah. God, the way mm -hmm. it happened. Yeah. So when we look at um, going forward, um, how did, um, I guess the question of, that I want to ask is, how, when did you return? Because you had the first 10 months we talked about that, then you're saying a total of five years, 1,775 days. What year did you return? I returned last year in October. So I had 2022. Yeah, 2022. Yeah, because the situation, uh, Paul, began to evolve uh -huh. after that severe uh, stage and yeah. because all this pressure that UN was doing by that uh -huh. time, uh, 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 our family took the wise decision that don't stay quiet. So right. they together. And there is a guy here in, in, in the US that it's like a communication strategy that they signed uh -huh. a communication plan. And they, and they went big. They okay. went all the medium. They went, they went loud. <laughs> in 2019, friend, they, that, that was, the news was all over the place. Uh -huh. They went to begin to be interviewed with all over major outlets that you can name in here in the U.S. and international. Because uh -huh. it was appearing in all the international uh, outlets too. So that, that began to do a lot of pressure. Sure. That, and at some point, the press put us like a brand. And we became the Sid Go Six. I remember it. I remember it. Uh, we, yeah. we became that. So we, we joke today about that because we said uh -huh. they were going to create a, a, a rock band called the Sid Go Six. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's transition a little bit in terms of what you do today. I know a lot of it has to do with resilience, uh, spiritual growth, because with that, that kind of time that you spent down there. I know we talked about it earlier. You talked about looking at a man with looking for meaning, correct? Yeah, yeah correct. Correct. Yeah, yeah, that, that's correct. Because at some point when, as I said, the situation began to be a little bit more relaxed. As sure. a, because remember, we were in the middle of negotiations. Exactly. So negotiation began to evolve. Our uh -huh. situation began to evolve. So, yeah. so at some point they begin to allow uh, to have this food and they begin uh -huh. to allow us to have books. Yeah. So our family begin to send books as crazy. I can tell you, I, I have never read so much book like in my life like that. <laughs> I read like 300 during all those five years, like 300 books. So uh -huh. but there was this book that I was talking about that is the man on the search of a meaning there. That, uh -huh. uh, you know, the famous book of Victor Frank. Oh, yeah. To tell you the truth, I, I didn't know about that book. I, I have mm -hmm. never known about that book. When that book came to me and I read, oh, okay, this is a survivor of a concentration camp. When I begin to read that book, I can tell you, I was crying like a baby uh -huh. because I understood first that we were exactly having the same feeling that he was. That guy was literally talking to me. Yeah, so it was going through transformation. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. And the way that guy talk about how to survive your ordeals, how to find your meaning in your life. So uh -huh. that boom was like a game changer. And, and I said, oh, so it was like a like a lightning for me. 
So, yeah. so really, really today, that's why I, I love that book so much uh -huh. because really that was it, a, it, it spoke to you. Yes, yes. It yeah. talked, it, I, 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 I say today that it was a sign of God. Absolutely. God took in my hands to tell yeah. me, hey, this is what you have to do to survive. So yeah. that's exactly what I did. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Now, I also know about the mural and I'm going to put just, I'll put the one of you first on here. And so people can get an idea if you can talk a bit about the mural and how you, we know how you got there and what it means to you uh, when you found out about it. Yeah, you know, that mural, and by the way, if you see the sticker, the sticker said, Jose yeah. return after 1,775 days. So is that, that that they count? You know, how that mural was created, that mural uh, was, because it's turned down now, it was in Georgetown in an in, in alley. Yes. Six months before we returned, mm -hmm. uh, because the situation by that time was evolving. There was having some direct negotiation. Sure. The, uh, ambassador flying to Venezuela every three months to mm -hmm. talk about us. Our families gather with, with other families because let me tell you, in the beginning, we were not aware that this situation was happening to other Americans. Uh -huh. The first time I knew about this situation. That's why today I'm so vocal, because the American citizen doesn't know that this is happening to a lot of people. Now this, the situation in the Middle East has like raised the, the volume. Yeah. Very it's similar. Happening for years. So... When, when there was change in the administration in 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 the in in the right. government, that like after one week that the new administration took place, uh, the secretary Blinken met with all the families. Wow! That day, were all the sixty families that had hosted all, all over the world. So my wife, the first day that saw everybody in a room was that day. Uh -huh. so, and because we were writing letters. She wrote me a letter and she said, hey, I met like people that are in, in Russia, in Iran, in, in, in uh -huh. Cuba, in Syria. Uh -huh. So it was like an eye-opening for them. So uh -huh. what they did, not all the 60 family, but 20, like a third of, 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 of the people, right. decided to get together. And they, and they created a campaign called the Bring Our Family Home Campaign. Uh -huh. and the, the first act that the campaign did was create this mural. So there is a famous muralist from, from Iowa. His name is uh -huh. Ike Campbell. Okay. They at him because he, he, he does murals all yeah. over. So, uh -huh. so that guy became, and today he's very, very close to that. To, to that. Right. So now what, what we want to let people know is that this mural doesn't exist because it was torn by the weather but I saw the news uh, earlier this week and share with what's going to happen next with it. Yeah, yeah, you know, because the, the way the mural that comes, was conceived is that that mural is done with wheat and glue. So mm -hmm. you see the, those wallpapers are done with wheat and glue. So it, it was done that way because the intention was to create a mural that the, when the time goes, it began to faint. Because because the, the message is bring the people back soon before their life faints. That, yeah. that, that is the message. The deterioration. Is that deterioration? And by the way, the mural got totally deteriorated. That was tear yeah. down one week ago. 
Yeah, I saw it on television here in Washington. Yeah, yeah, because it was yeah. uh, an act. Because uh, the mural, I can tell you, those 20 faces that you see there, at least 12, 12 of them already have returned. Yeah. At least, and the, the first that you see there is Brittany Griner. Right. You're looking there, in the, it's Brittany Griner. That, oh. uh, she, she did a lot of... Uh, uh, campaign because of course she was a celebrity and she has been very uh, vocal advocating for the campaign too. The, today her team, the Phoenix Maverick, are supporting uh -huh. the Bring Our Family Home campaign. So oh. that mural, to tell you the truth, for us mm -hmm. became like a sacred uh, sanctuary. And and one month after I came, I came in October. In November 2022, I was in the mural taking the picture with my photo that you showed. Okay. Because that photo, the that that photo uh -huh. was taken days before my my, my captivity. That the photo was taken in, in New Orleans. I well I flew yeah. the weekend with my wife to uh -huh. New Orleans and we took a photo and days after I was taken as, as a hospice. The guy that the, the, the bald guy is between uh -huh. this guy is Mark Sweden. He has 12 years in in China. China. And, that is in the in, in the right of uh, of yeah, the guy that one of the guys that was recently released from Iran. The five guys that okay. were released Iran. That, that yeah, is, who was one of them? That wow. is one. Yeah. So what's going to happen with the new mural? The people who are still like Paul Whelan and everyone in Russia. Yeah. They'll well, be we we have another mural that we unveil on July 4 here in Houston. Uh -huh. There is another one that was unveiled after that in Arizona. Brittany Garner uh, 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 team they. They promoted it, and there is one recently that was on bill in Denver because Isaac Campbell, he he is a Fulbert uh, Foundation alumni. Right. And he, this year, the, the keynote speaker in the in the in the in the anniversary of the Fulbright. Uh, uh, right. uh, uh -huh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So mm -hmm. so being being uh, uh, the 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 event was done in Denver, so that day. Uh -huh. they Build a mural in, in, in Denver. So now we have a mural in Denver. We have uh -huh. a mural here in Houston. And there is one in Arizona. The first one was that in Georgetown. That it's it, unfortunately is fainted, and we expect that the other don't faint before right. the people come back. Absolutely, absolutely. That that is a wonderful recognition there of everyone, and uh, it's it's really like you said, it's opening the eyes up of the citizen here because a lot of people just aren't aware of it. And uh, you're here, like I said, for me to try to tell your story when you actually went through it, it's a world of difference. Yes. And I'm so glad that you are back here to be able to tell your own story. So let's look at, uh, of course, we have the book. We talked about the book yeah. uh, from hero to villain. And uh, you also do coaching. Yes. Let's talk yeah. about coaching just a bit. Yeah, you know, uh, how, how I came to it, because uh, when I begin to advocate with the hostage community and I begin to be familiarized with all the cases, begin to meet the people, we went to an event that was done last year in Washington. But by the way, it's going to be done this year again in April. Okay. They, they call the hostage week where all the families gather and there's a oh. big gala done by the... Yeah, uh, James Foley Legacy Foundation. So I begin to be involved with all these families. Sure. And 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 in some some way, I I really was kind of a giving them message of hope. I was uh -huh. kind of coaching them. Right. So 
I said, wow, Jose, you came from with a 35 years uh, uh -huh. leadership skills yes. of time coaching because all my life I, I did that in another way. Right. So I did I combine the two things yes. in my corporate experience and my survivor experience. I put it together and I created mm -hmm. a, a program that is called Life Pills for a Survivor Guide that yes. is coaching program is based on leadership and resilience. Uh -huh. So I, I combine because, uh, as you know, a, 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 a true leader has to be resilient. So I'm I'm today coaching businesses, as CEOs, uh, uh, cool. entrepreneurs, you uh -huh. know, trying to help them navigate and become great leaders and be, be, be more resilient. Take, take on what I call their um, unbreakable spirit. Because yeah. Yes, unbreakable spirit that uh -huh. you don't know, but it's there. The it's power there. of the human spirit. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah. And uh, I do know that um, when we look at uh, one, one of your speeches, uh, I know you talk about the fact that uh, people have power to unleash the power within. Yeah. And uh, that's that's one that really stuck with me. In other words, the speeches discover inner strength and unleash the power within. I love that title. And uh, I know that you're making a tremendous difference with people because like I said, you lived it. And in other words, you've lived a different life for, for 1,775 days. I can tell you, Paul, it, it, it say it easy, but you have to imagine being in your pinnacle of your life. Yes ready to having everything ready and in one everything is gone yes. everything get turned down so at that point uh -huh. literally you can go crazy yeah I, I saw i saw people attempting by sure. their life because they 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 were not prepared they didn't make wow. it so yeah. so that's why i talk take tape at that unbreakable spirit that you have inside because I was a guy that I was telling you that maybe the preparation that I came with, uh, with uh, being in the oil and gas, oh, you know, always thinking in strategy, thinking, oh. organization, all these things helped me. But yeah. there is something beyond that. Yeah. Is, is first having the mindset, because I, I'm a guy that I have been always positive, but it, uh -huh. I decided by choice, okay, I'm going to face this, I'm going to survive this. I'm gonna do everything that is necessary to you have that mental toughness. Yes, yes. So, so that's why today I I, I talk about this. But there yes. is something else: is the connection with the guy that is there. absolutely yes. That that that's what gives you that the total connection yeah. when yeah. you connect to that guy. So that's why I talk about the spirituality because yeah. we found it there because we begin to read the Bible. Yeah. Study the Bible. We begin to pray on a daily basis, yeah. and after that, we chat it out. We're gonna yeah. come back, sane in body, soul, and spirit. Yeah. Every day, that was yeah. a daily chant. Every yeah. So that that begins like a give us like a. It was yeah. like force. Yes, you were walking by faith and not by sight. Yes, yes. So yeah. that yeah. today, I'm I keep, I keep telling people, Jose, that God is real. Some people oh, don't God. believe it. No, no, no. I can, I can tell you. Yeah. I was having a, a meeting with my pastor 
two uh -huh. days because I'm gonna do my testimony in my church. Yeah. He yeah. gave me a book. Okay. The book is how you can unblock your prophetic destiny. Destiny. Yeah. So, so this book I have been reading is uh -huh. because he but because this is the other thing that now I'm going to a church that I, I yeah. got that my, my pastor blows my mind every uh -huh. time because now I'm really kind of a wow. I did that and now I have a, a man of God telling yeah. me things that I already survived. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Here's the interesting thing is the way the Bible is written. A lot of people had some experiences similar to yours in many ways. And so it's just that you have it in this generation compared to them that was written over 2,000 years ago. But it's the same thing. It's, it was an evil, evil spirit that put you and detained you with the other five people. Let me tell you, they tried to break us. Yeah, they, they couldn't. I, I had experience recently. I, I'm, I'm going, I'm assisting to a networking group every every Friday there. Uh -huh. Very elder people, people in the 70s, some of them in the 80s. Right. So and I enjoy gathering with them, you know. Oh, yeah. And they, they always uh, bring a speaker on a uh -huh. weekly basis. Two weeks ago, it yeah. came a, 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 a judge of that, a, a, a judge from the Supreme Court of here of, uh, uh -huh. of Texas. Texas, and right. He, and, and his speech was unbreakable because right. that guy, he was referring. That uh -huh. he met the guy that was who 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 was the real guy of that movie Unbreakable. Right. So he met that guy when he was in that in the he had 92 years. Right. So he had the opportunity to talk with that guy. And right. his speech was about his talking with that guy. And he told me, You are an unbreakable. Like, like a wow. So yeah. he, a, a guy of that is, you know, telling me right. that. Okay, I, I, now I believe it. Uh -huh. <laughs> yes, you did believe it because you overcame a lot. <laughs> Some people go through their life, they would never see anything like that at that magnitude. It was real. It was real. Even though when I posted on social that I would be interviewing you, I said, if you think that you've heard something, you haven't heard anything until you hear the story of Jose Pereira. <laughs> you haven't heard anything until you hear his story. And it's true. Yeah. I mean, and it's almost like a movie, uh, so, which a movie is not real. You know, most movies aren't real, but yours was real. Well, it's so right. like a movie that we came back. I always was telling my my, my guys, because yeah. at some point we were put it together. And exactly. we, we begin to like a strong yeah. bond. And, and we were always saying, we yeah. will go out. Yes. The same way we came in, and that was like that. We came out through a prisoner swap in a Caribbean island. Yes, so, uh -huh. movie style, you know, movie style. In oh, a Caribbean yeah. island, we landed, then we switched plane, and we came back here. To uh -huh. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. So um, at this time, we're going to wrap up this particular episode, and I would like for you to provide just a some comments. But people who right now, you know, during the Christmas holiday, a lot of people feel down. Uh, they feel lonely. A lot of seniors are lonely. Children are homeless. Yeah. If you can provide some words of encouragement and hope for them as uh, this year ends and we come into a new year, if you will, Jose. Thank you so yeah, much. Of course, of course, because because as I said, I discovered 
maybe was not in the, in the best way to do it, but God put you in that situation because he wants you to put the message out. So yeah. I felt that calling that anything in your life, you can survive it. Yeah. And this is something that I strongly recommend to anybody today. By the way, I tell the people, if you have something, call me. Yeah. Call me. I, I, you have my social media there. Yes. Anybody can call me and, and we can have a chat. I don't have no problem. My book that is going to be out now, that it, right. this is in pre-order. I'm having a publisher that is a, in the pre-order stage. It's going to be out in January. Okay. Part of the book, what I said is, is that legacy. Yes. Because drama is the drama. The situation happened. Yeah. I, I, I tell the story. But the exactly. very important part is the legacy. That yeah. how you can overcome things in your life. How you can build that strength, that resilience. How you can tap that unbreakable spirit that you have inside. And yeah. if you're in, 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 in a, a position that today are going through, it, you will really make it. But there are several things that try to don't navigate it alone. Wow. Yeah. Look for support. If you have somebody love, that loves you, look for it. And this is a w wonderful season to do that because sometimes people get, you know, families are totally disrupted. But this is the moment that yeah. if you're hearing this, take the phone and call your mom and say, hey, right. mom. How you doing? Uh -huh. How you doing? So so, so yeah. this is something that, that don't navigate it alone. Right. Look your, your your spirituality. Go back. Go to the church. Yeah. Go be part of that community. Be, be part of that community. Yeah. And 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 have your mindset. Have a positive mindset. Try to think think in a positive way. If you put everything together and find your purpose. Yeah. Really, really. Sometimes people doesn't know why something bad is happening to them. Uh -huh. And believe me, that can be the beginning of a a, a new beginning. Yes, absolutely. Beginning of a new beginning. So, right. so sometimes you don't know it. Right. You don't, you don't see it. But when you begin to have that inner thing, you begin to see the thing more clear. You, right. you begin to see more the signs of God. That's why right. today God is real. He's real. Me <laughs> there. Yes, absolutely. Well, Jose, thank you so much. And I really want to just say uh, I really honor our connection having been referred to you to interview you. I'm so thankful to Barbara for doing this. I also want to extend a uh, gratitude to your wife and your family. Oh yeah, my wife. I know that's very important to you as just as you're important to them and, and all the sacrifices they made because when this happened to you, it happened to the entire family and community. And so I know with the holidays coming up, I wish you a happy holidays. And uh, I would like to bring you on again sometimes uh, in 2024, and we can talk about your book more and about your coaching more. Okay. And I, I would love to do that as well. And when you get here in April, I'm going to find a way to meet with you when you come oh, yeah. to Washington. Yeah. I live five miles from DC. <laughs> that, that, that whole week, because the, yeah. while, while all these foundations that today I'm involved, when sure. they they gather together and they do. It's like a four event. Right. They have a full program. It is a full program. It's a whole uh -huh. week. And yeah. we go there and we go to the office of the special right. presidential office of Hostess Affair that is uh -huh. in, in, in Washington. Washington. So it's a big event. It's a big event. Yeah. And, uh -huh. and it's opportunity that you gather with all the families, with former hostages. It's right. 
It's wonderful the, yeah. how their lives are going. It's really wonderful. Yeah, that is that is great. So again, thank you so much. And for everyone here with Wealth Academy Podcast, this is episode 253. Go out to Apple Podcasts, listen to it, and uh, leave some comments in there when you rate and review this particular episode. And I must say, uh, when I listened to Jose today, it just inspired me. Uh, it empowered me uh, to really live the best life I can live as I work with my family as well. So Jose... All I can say is thank you so much. I'm so glad that God brought you back so you can tell this story. I really appreciate and honor you, my friend. Thank you very much, my friend. All yeah. right. Have a great day, everyone. And again, this is Paul Lawrence Fan with Wealth Academy Podcast. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you for listening Thanks. to this episode with Paul and his guest. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And Paul requests that you rate and review this episode and others on Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to podcasts. View all Wealth Academy podcast episodes at www.wealthacademypodcast.com.